welcome to the Hotline 217 podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Justine. And I'm Brenda. We are two young ladies that want to help and guide you through all of life's problems. Hotline 217 is a weekly podcast about self-improvement and becoming the best version of yourself. We want to help you achieve your inner greatness. As a disclaimer, any views or opinions represented in this podcast belong to us and do not represent the view of our employers or any organization that we may be affiliated with. We are not professional advisors, therefore our personal opinions should be taken lightly. Think of us as your wannabe life advisors. So welcome everyone to episode 21. Today we want to talk about red flags and we don't want to focus only on red flags in relationships, in love situations, but also in friendships. So Brenda, do you have any experience with um, red flags and friendships that turned into maybe toxic friendships? Yes, I do. I have one specifically. It was actually one of my best friends in high school. We were super, super close and I don't know what was the problem with this girl, but she, you know, the type of friend that always goes after the guys that you like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you tell her, oh, I like this guy, you know, he looks good and everything. And then the person won't say anything, but they will do things behind your back. So I would say that's the first thing. Whenever someone does something behind your back, that's already a big red flag because that means that, they, you know, they're not willing to tell you the truth about their feelings about maybe you or the person. Mm -hmm. so they decide to lie so that was my biggest red flag with this friend and now that I think about it it's funny because I was deeply in love with this guy for many years and she went after him so that's when we stopped talking because I got very upset that she spoke to him and not talk to him like hey how are you like talk to him like we're going to meet next week you and I let's do this uh fuck Brenda like that type of conversation you know <laughs> so that that's when I decided that it was maybe too much as well so that was a friendship that had a lot of red flags I would say and um, another friendship that I had red flags but they were more subtle it was a friend that I had and we would always meet but it was always to meet when it was something that was to her advantage let's say she was interested in someone and she needed a wing girl that you call that so she didn't a wing girl yeah exactly wing woman yeah a wing woman exactly so that was me I was a wing woman so she would we were four friends and she would only text two out of four including me to go meet some guys and to go to parties and it was always the same thing it was there was never a genuine friendship it was always oh we're meeting because you're beautiful and I need you on my side because I want to get this guy and in order to get this guy I need to get his friends too <laughs> oh okay yes okay. and you know I wouldn't mind so much if at least the party was interesting but I would go I remember this one time she brought me to this guy's place he was having a party and Justine I swear in my whole life this has to be the dirtiest house that I've been to <laughs> I am dead serious honestly I think like I should have called the government because <laughs> this house was dirtiest you know uh, do you know the show Hoarder? um oh yeah yes. it was like as if the person was on the show but without all the objects but the dirt oh <laughs> yeah Oh, so it was very dirty, you know. So the person would always bring me to strange places. So that's when I realized that maybe we're not friends, and maybe you just need me because you're interested in someone. And in order to get that someone, you're just using exactly yeah. like I said. You need to get their friends. So these are my biggest mm -hmm. red flags in friendship, and in both cases, um, it was pretty clear. I just stopped talking to the person, and I stopped as soon as I stopped telling them that I wanted to meet, that I didn't want to meet. 
That's when they stopped texting me. You stopped having a purpose for them. Exactly. So it shows mm-hmm. that our, our friendship was never genuine in the first place. And I'm okay with that. I've moved on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's better to learn now rather than later and be friends with them for 20 years. Oh, Lord, no. Um, like for me, red flags in friendships, um, it's it's harder to tell because I've been in both situations where I was a, a red flag friendship person and uh, I've been in friendships that lasted long. Like a red flag was um, in high school. I was friends with these two girls and we only ever hung out at school. Like they never wanted to hang out outside of school. And I was like, That's weird. Well, I didn't really get that at first. And I thought, oh, maybe it's because like one of the girls, her parents were very strict and they wouldn't let her hang out. So I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like, since her parents are strict, they she won't she can't go out like she can't hang out with friends. Okay, we'll just hang out at school. But then, like as time went on, she was allowed to hang out more and more. And I don't know why we just never they never wanted to plan anything. And as soon as high school ended, I swear they stopped texting me. They stopped asking me like how I was doing. And it's like it sucked because it's like I was trying to maintain the friendship a little bit. And honestly, when I could see that they didn't. Like they had no interest, I like gave up, but they're still hanging out to this day together. Together, <laughs> but they were, but they were kind of friends. They were friends before me, so I, I kind of get it. Like, <laughs> I was the newest member, so I was the first one out. I'm not gonna lie, it really hurt. That like I should have just listened to myself. Like that was a red flag to me. Like if you don't want to hang out with me outside of school, that should be like my first um warning sign. Especially like if in five years you never wanted to hang out with me outside of school, you know. I feel like in all our situations, the problem is that the person is not being honest. I think you need to be honest about your intentions and you need to be honest about certain things. Like if you just don't want to meet, like mm-hmm. don't come up with excuses. Just say the yeah. truth, you know, that we're not as close. It's hard because we were young, right, at the time. And a lot of people, they don't know how to mm-hmm. verbalize that. Um, and then the other situation in which I was a toxic friend was I was going through uh, my first breakup with my ex. And I remember that first breakup is the one that hurt the most. And I actually, I was in therapy for it because it hurt so bad. And I, and I remember we, I had to go on this, um, like at my CJEP, there was an intensive uh, canoe camping class. So we were gone for three days. And I remember this girl and I, we were talking and like, we seemed friendly enough. And she was like, oh, I really want you to be my canoe partner. I really want to like, you know, we were in the same like group for the tents because we were four girls. So those two mm-hmm. girls were together and me and this other girl were together. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then because my ex was also on the trip, it really messed me up because then I was like, he, he was like, oh, well, we should canoe together, right? Because we know each other from before. And I was like, he said that? yeah, and I was like, and like, I was still in that, like, in like that phase where I'm like, I kind of wanted him back, but I knew it wasn't, it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, of course, we should, I'm going to canoe with him. So then I had to tell the girl, hey, I'm sorry. I know I promised you that we'd be partners, but I'm going to canoe with my ex. Well, I didn't say he was my ex at the time. I just said he's my mm-hmm. little boyfriend. <laughs> and then. So she had, she was stuck canoeing with the teacher, which was really embarrassing for her. Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> I know. And then in the time, she was like, she confided in me. She was saying stuff like, oh, I think this guy's cute or oh, that guy's so annoying, blah, blah, blah. Like she was like trying to bond with me. Like mm-hmm. all, all, like all four girls, we were like talking about it. And I told my boyfriend about, well, my ex-boyfriend, who was kind of my boyfriend because we, I don't know what we were doing. And supposed to be your confident too. Yeah, and he told the guys that I, what I said and so basically I can't believe he did that yeah and so I now like obviously I didn't keep their secrets and so all those girls were mad at me and especially the girl that wanted to be like my friend she was like I can't believe you would do this to me you're such a like a backstabber like why would I trust you again after you did these two things and I'm like you're right like I, I you're, you're absolutely right I I was a toxic friend here you should like the red flag was me saying all these things that I would 
hang out with you and be your canoe partner and then literally dumping you for a guy that didn't deserve it. And I feel bad about it because yeah. that's so not the kind of person that I want to be. And I felt really, it, it, it really opened my eyes when she said that because it was like, wow, I, I actually hurt someone by my actions, you know? And I was like, you completely called me out and there is absolutely nothing I can say because you're right. You're so right. Like, yeah. straight up, you, you, yeah, I'm a shitty person. You're right. I can't believe he went and he said that. Well, I mean, I can't blame him. I'm the one, I'm the one who oh. gossiped. I, I really can't. Like, that's, it's my fault. Absolutely. Yes. But now that we've talked a little bit about like friendships, I think we, like this is a good time to go into red flags for relationships because those are always fun. I think. Yes, I have more and I have more that are interested. Look, I have to admit, I'm going to admit this. I'm a tough person. Like in terms of relationship, I have expectations. OK, and I was I was reading this this quote on Twitter and it said, uh, I have high expectations because I know I can match them. And that's me. Ooh. So I have high expectations, yes. So whenever someone does something to me that I don't really like, even if it's simple, I'm going to disregard the person and just move on. Mm-hmm. But if I like someone, I, I'm going to like love them deeply. So yeah. that's my <laughs> issue. You know, it's either nothing, all or nothing. So um, <laughs> yeah. I for me a big red flag about dating and I told you about this mm-hmm. whenever I meet a new person I think it's important for them to pay on the first date for me it's super important because look I can pay for my own meal we all know that but if ever one day you're going to meet my family and you don't pay let's say for my mom my mom is going to be very offended she's going to ask me what's wrong with this person the person didn't pay for me is it because they don't like me because they don't want to be invested in the family my family's a little bit old school so I don't really like traditional roles in a relationship but in this topic let's say money not all times not for everything let's say just for restaurants I want my partner to pay you know I want the person to feel as if you know they're showering me with food and they're happy to take me out I don't want the person to pay because they have to pay would you not tell let's say you're if let's say you're dating someone and then like you want them to meet your mother would you not say please pay for my mother or you want them to know I want them I wanted it I wanted it to be in their core because if ever I'm going to meet their mom let's say alone and he's not there I'm going to pay for his mom oh yes of, of course yeah that's why so I wanted it to be you know installed within him um no but red flag for me is when they're not close to their families yeah um another red flag I have like no education like at all and they put and they and then they say that people who go to university and stuff are just like sheep no I agree me too I don't like people who put me down for certain things just because I'm doing good I remember I was seeing this guy when I was 17 and I had just started my driver's license and he got upset at me and he's like what you're going to get your driver's license before me and I was in my head I'm like yes boo my life doesn't depend on you like it's not my problem if you're not getting your driver's license I'm here because I want to get my driver's license I want to learn how to drive I want to be free you know so I, I me too I have a problem with that with people who put you down on certain things just because they're jealous that's an obvious red flag I, like I think subtle red flags it's kind of like um it's things that kind of annoy you and instead of recognizing that they annoy you at, at, at the moment that they do, you're like, ah, oh, I mean, it kind of annoys me, but it's okay. And then all the times that you say that and you let it slide, it accumulates until when you break up, you realize that those are all red flags and you didn't listen to yourself. And like one of my favorite quotes is um, from this show called Bojack Horseman, where they say, like when you're wearing rose colored glasses, when you're in love, all the red flags 
just look like flags. It's a kind of like beer goggles, right? Where you think someone's more attractive because you, you've had so much to drink. I don't personally know this, but I, I've read a lot about it. You, we, we always find excuses, right, for, for people because we want to believe the best of others. And ultimately, it kind of works against us most times, which is why I think you need to be more vocal about what you like and what you don't like. And you need to be more upfront about what you will and won't settle for and never deviate from those. So the last thing I want to say about red flags is um, if you're on a date and they don't ask you questions about yourself, that's a red flag. Yes, yes exactly. And another red flag is if you ask them a question and they don't say, and yourself, or they don't like answer back with another question to keep the conversation going. Because that's like a huge like part of like, that if they don't, interest, they don't have interest in you now, they won't have interest in you later. I mean, they could, but most of the time they won't. I have another one, but I think this one, you you experienced it a little bit more than me. If the person doesn't have manners. Like if they don't open the door for you on the first date or if they don't, um, if they don't text you that you got home. Okay. Or I mean, what I like about online dating is like because you're texting, right? That's a red flag to me. If the good person's not a good texter, if our energies don't match by text, then I don't see how I would like you in person. Me too, because we're going to text a lot. I mean, some people are bad texters, fine. But sometimes I feel like If you're a bad texter, then like the conversation won't flow as naturally in person. I agree with you. I think when you don't have that feeling of, ugh, I don't really like that, but I can put it aside, and you have more feelings of, I like this, I like that, I like about people in general, like about friends or a potential um, partner, where you feel like, I like this about them, it makes me want to hang out with them, then that's that's a green flag, and that's good. That's what you should be looking for all the time. So, um Thank you so much for listening. You can submit your questions or topics on our Twitter pages at JustineSusi and at BMG0321, as well as our email hotline217 at hotmail.com. Links are in the episode description. And don't forget to follow, share, and review our podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are streamed, and we will see you on our next episode.